All right. Welcome to the second episode of Potato Sessions. If you guys are listening, appreciate you. Thank you for coming by today. So, what's going on? We have some big things happening right now. We've had, uh, you know, we've had some pressure down here. Like I said, we had the worst day we've seen in probably six months for the S&P. A bunch of underlying things happening in the background. Now, there's obviously some good news to come out of this as well. The fact being that the open interest on Bitcoin has dropped to zilch, nearly nothing. Is helping, uh, you know, with the volatility here. You can see, like, it's not taking very much money to to swing us back and forth. A lot of people, there's a lot of uncertainty going on, from what I can tell today. Obviously, um, we have closed below forty one seven hundred on a normal candle basis, but the Heikinashis have still yet to do so. Our four hours being in the same boat, we've opened a lower low. We've not closed a lower low yet. So in the next four hours, if this was a reversal spike in volume, and we are going to continue to use this as a bottom, we do not want to see a lower low close. A lower low close would push us into a similar setup that we had back in here, basically where we pushed below the previous low at $56,000, you know, to 53, we came back up, we retested that zone as now resistance, and then we crashed. So if we were to do a very similar thing here, we would come down to 3738 come back up into 4041, retest it as resistance, and probably crash in towards 30. That's worst case scenario here, if everything else fails and things continue to flop down. Um, I still have orders open at the moment. Um, really just wanting to see how we reacted after close. So I'm going to give it another hour or two if we start to turn these smaller time frames back around again, because this was a very quick approach of volume, right? Which is usually a higher indicator that this is a reversal time. The volume came in, you know, but like we really haven't just, we just don't have all the things aligned for us to be smashing through here. Um, yeah, I mean, we really, you know, we came back above, we faked out, we've crashed. But this is a very mediocre crash in terms of, you know, as far as crashes go, BTC and ETH. Um, we still have that chance 
of maintaining here, holding it up, closing a higher low, and continuing. It's not looking great at the moment. Definitely not. If we were to keep pushing down towards 37, and we were to come back up to 40, that's where I would be looking to add to my short position once it's confirmed as resistance, closing whatever left I have of the longs, if any. And that's kind of how I'd be approaching this here. We haven't, you know, we haven't confirmed the lower low yet. We haven't confirmed a lower high yet, at least in that short, short term. So some things to keep in mind. Like I said, this could be all coming in from whatever, you know, what's going on with Russia, Ukraine, fear in S&P markets. Because as we know, the altcoins up until the last couple of days have been just looking amazing. They still look amazing on the macro. That hasn't changed yet. So lots of lots of potential but you know if the stock market continues to crash and can't find support as i mean it already kind of has at least on the shorter time frame basis we've hit here you know we fell this 100 points we're holding here at 4465 Get an overview quickly. Weekly looks terrible on the S&P. Daily is still not looking great, but looking okay. Potential hidden bullish divergence on that, uh, on that chart as well. Yeah, it's really just like these times of critical periods. You know, I think someone pointed out today too that the uh what is it called? The uh Bitcoin dominance fell to like 15% or something. Which is <laughs> unreal. Unreal. I think, you know, a lot of people have moved into Tether or USDC in fear and anticipation for some sort of crackdown. You know, if we knew where the funds were right now, I think that'd be a better, you know, better overview of what's going to happen here. Not the candle I was expecting to see, honestly. I thought when our four hour TC'd back up here, it was, you know, to <laughs> to stay, to continue. I said this candle can change, but if we don't start seeing a change in two hours, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's going to. The uh, 12 hour and 16 hour before close had, you know, I had some hope in them. And they're looking at potentially reconfirming down now as it stands, right? This would have been a perfect doji reversal candle. 
just as we saw back here. Um, but it's got to use it. We need to see the confirmations coming back to the upside if it's going to not fall through this level. I said we have leeway. The leeway is down towards 38, 37. So if we are to come into this zone and we hold here and we retest and we break back through for you, we're still in okay shape too. But otherwise, 40,000 is way more important. Way more important. Seeing four hour closes below 40K, not good. Not good at all. I believe is Jay here right now? He is. Jay, do you have anything to add in here? Any thoughts, ideas? Love to hear what you're thinking. And we're at a critical spot, obviously, right now. <clears throat> not just op not just for obvious reasons on the chart, you know, the obvious support there, but this this daily battle. <clears throat> I actually I had a daily support line that it's funny how fifty dollars can make a difference, mm -hmm. but I think in this case it might be. Mm -hmm. um, I had a daily at forty thousand six sixty five. That daily was the daily from a year ago, January, when we came when we you know pumped up the forty two k originally, right? Mm -hmm. That's where I pulled that from. And I look, and the daily now that actually I think is really actually mattering right now is the previous pump uh we had on uh you were just you were just pointing out you know the 37 38k possible range mm -hmm. um on, on that low there before you know from 52k and then we came down to 39k and then we pumped up to 69 right yeah. that daily is what i'm looking at right now and yeah. that was at 40,719 on coinbase it depends on the exchange but mm -hmm. uh I was watching it and then the last 30 seconds of the candle we dropped down another 100 bucks to close below that. And every time now, for what, 15 minutes straight, we've tried to pump up, you know, and we keep hitting 40,720 and mm -hmm. rejecting. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we can get back above that, okay, mm -hmm. you know, but I, I think, you know, if, if we can't get above that now, 40,700, yeah, I'm thinking so, man, 39, 39,000 ultimately, you know, maybe as low as 375 you know and sit and see where we go just come down another level pretty much there yeah mm -hmm. i think forty four thousand yeah. was kind of like our our lower high yet again that we had you know on this way down here when we came up to 44 and then we held that 41 7 range you were talking about came mm -hmm. up to about 43 and that was our uh that was our weekly level so we had a weekly at 43 178 mm -hmm. um it's uh you can actually see like on the previous pump there on the all the way up there to 69k right this is this this is the same area um across there that we're on support right now uh you can actually see on the weekly that's literally 43200 and we tried to close above it last week we closed just below it uh -huh. and then yesterday we tried to break above it again and we uh -huh. got denied by the exact same number again so we got denied by a weekly at 432 and then we got, you know, and then we just closed below a really crucial daily at 40,720. Absolutely. So, not 
not not very good um in that regard obviously and uh what you know but like are they trying to trick the system in a way you know trick those algorithms into right filling orders for them right kind of thinking so just you know that little extra bit that it needs to push lower yeah push them out push them out exactly yeah just push them out a little bit more um get people a little bit more scared you know I'm, i'm seeing more divergences build really you know so if like you know on, on the daily if you're to look at that you know the hiking ashy daily right you know we have a sell signal right now on this daily candle right now as it is um doesn't mean it's you know it can't get wiped out if we pump up some here but as of right now we have a sell signal but you know for us to not have another divergence on that wolf pack there bullish uh-huh. divergence like you know how, how much would we have to dump down we'd, we'd probably have to close candles down below like what probably 38 37 mm-hmm. and even that i don't think we'll invalidate all of the bullish divergence we're forming on the daily so i'm still not really worried you know like but 37 or 38 might give us one more bullish divergence or maybe just right now if we yeah. close like this right now wouldn't that cause another divergence because we'd actually have a lower low but i mean yeah. we're not too far down on the wolf pack there it would yeah we are technically on this candle if we were to close where it is or lower than yes if it were to turn around from that point it would be diverged again yeah the funny thing is is that the four hour is still tc'd up you know potentially looking to invalidate tc back down but hasn't done so yet right and we've seen this in the past where it's still tc'd up it's it's pushed lower than where it tc'd and ends up forming that last div and turns around and continues up. So I would say until that four hour invalidates, we're we're still in line to turn around here. But if it invalidates the like, you know, anything long in the short term should be like you're it's done. There's nothing else on your side. You know, the daily rejected the zero line, the weekly's down. The 12 hour, 16 hour had a chance, you know, it's still, still TC down too. So mm-hmm. as much as these, I, I, I believe in these divs and everything, you know, it's just like, I'll look for that better opportunity and continue to, to add to my short. Sounds. Um, uh, something that I think is really relevant right now too. And, um, was just believing the weekly TC down. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like the weekly is still TC down and, you know, and now we have monthly divert monthly bearish divergence built into this one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it, it, yeah, we could get a pump, you know, and I, I hate sounding like an eternal bear, you know, but like, we could get a good pump, but just understand the weekly is still down and it's down pretty far on the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. So it would take several weeks just to turn that around of, you know, weeks of pumping. Mm-hmm. So just something to keep in mind for everyone. Don't expect, you know, a pump, you know, to 50 K tomorrow or something. Hey, it might happen, but that weekly is kind of all we need to know still. Exactly. The overall macro trend is always going to be the most important thing to te- to keep in your mind. I've said that a million times. Weekly trumps 
everything, you know, but because we had that previous weekly fake out, it was more likely that it was going to, you know, do the same thing again. And we were kind of playing into that. But, you know, you have to be on both sides to be able to take advantage of that. You know, like, yeah, we're starting these entries, but, you know, like, <laughs> to to trade against trend is very dangerous. It always is. It always will be. It's also the most rewarding when it pays off, but it, you know, it doesn't always pay off. Just some things to keep in the back of your mind. Like, as much as I believe, like I said, these divs are not going to get invalidated. You know, they could. It's still a possibility. Um, the fact that we didn't confirm this divergence here between 48,000 and 41,000 and, you know, got rejected here on the zero line. It's, it's not a good sign, but it is a sign that we should be near the end. Like, as long as they don't invalidate, we shouldn't go below 37. If they invalidate and we retest and we bounce off zero line again at 41.42, that's when things get shitty. I like your money flow on the on the daily there. Uh-huh. I don't. It's awful. It's, it was awful. Just just like endlessly coming out of it. <laughs> cliff, yeah. This is another uh, another reminder and maybe learning opportunity that, you know, for anyone that looks at the wolf pack and you see it roaring up to the zero line and it's red and oh it's about to cross green yeah <laughs> until it actually closes green it could just bounce right off the zero and say nope mm -hmm. yeah confirmation is 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 so important you know, it's okay to take those starting entries one to two percent until it happens but until it happens you know that's it like you gotta be Oh, sword for that. <clears throat> like grain of salt, like ready to pull it out if if things don't go that way. They Yeah, baby. Pio, anything important that you've seen that's helping with this? I mean, have you been listening to the economics stuff today? Yeah. It's all over the shop today, man. Nasdaq kind of broke down. Um, why? Like, what, do we do we know a cause, reason why things the S and P and the Nasdaq broke down today? I'm. It's it's volatility. There's just so many different kind of conflicting signals and kind of meta trend analysis market. There's the whole like Omicron seems to pass by restrictions are being lifted everywhere. Seems yep. that's mm -hmm. done with really bullish in that sense, okay. but inflation, man, like it, it, yeah, it's it, it'll the more bullish the economy gets, the more inflate it gives a feedback to inflation. 
and what classical economists talk about is like if you get wage price inflation prices go up so much that like in general wages need to rise that's when you really need are going to be seriously realizing that interest rates will go up yeah so there's all this like bullish impulse now but at the same time it's like oh fuck if the gets here then like things get a bit sad for a while because yeah. we'll need to take our pain yeah and energy as well the whole russia thing i don't want to put on my tinfoil hat but it seems just so pushed in the media frustrating now i got an ad today from twitter mm-hmm. saying like russia invade we have a sponsored by rayathon the fucking missile company no way so I'm going to take a lot of that with a grain of salt, but like it does seem to be a factor. Then you'd other strange crypto shit came out today, like Russia central bank recommending to ban crypto, blah, 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 whatever. Like Russia's new China. Now the miners have gone there. Um, but at the same time, the Fed came out and said, yeah, yeah, we're progressing, you know, looking into CBD, which is, has correlated with bullishness for crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just fucking up, down, fucking back, forth. Um, I think it's more of a thought war right now. It's the inflation will die off because supply chains will free up, blah, 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 which is a massive element of truth in that. Mm-hmm. Um, or will wage price inflation truly entrench? And that's probably where my money is at because I'm an energy bull. Mm-hmm. So when I when I saw Bitcoin pumping, I posted a meme like, "Oh my god!" And then all the other markets just went there, and there was just so much news. Um, putting on a trading hat, it's very volatile. So like, if you're a scalp trader and and trade strategies, you were kind of underlining a point there, like you know, you're taking an entry, but like wait for confirmation. Mm-hmm. Great, like this market might pick a direction, you never know. So, mm-hmm. the volatility is really good for that mentality and good trading right now. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I was going to say is that div and the one hour on Bitcoin, I haven't seen the indicator pick it up yet. Mm-hmm. I don't really see showing it daily, but when you zoom out and you see the previous low, low uh, 39, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where the wolf pack was there, it actually only had bounced off. You know, it's there's quite a big divergence from my eye, but it's obviously not confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything's kind of lining up right now. You know, Ethereum's at a at like the critical three thousand dollars support. Bitcoin's yeah. right at forty thousand eight hundred. You know. They're all, they're all sitting on the levels like this is this is make or break. Yeah. This is fly or die. It's either we hold here, or it doesn't. Exciting times. Not exciting times. <laughs> <laughs> it should have made a fucking decision already. We've been like, look at the the crypto fear and greed index over the last month. We, for like a whole month straight, have sat between 10 and 20. Extreme fear, extreme or fear. For like almost a month straight, 
starting in December. It was down here at 30, 20. It's just like we flatlined in fear for two weeks, three weeks straight. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I really I, feel I like feel just, sorry, Pio. I think we're waiting for a relief. Actually, I think I know if if the C nineteen thing is kind of passed, and even here, like they're like, yeah, you don't need like it for travel anymore. Uh, it's like what? Um, I think like look, I'm not a market psychologist. I've read far less books than everyone here, but. You know, that's a big weight off everyone's shoulders. Happy times, going holidays, see friends. I think that matters for a while, but I think it's a bit of a fucking dud, given, like, the underlying, like, oh, shit, inflation's not a good thing. I don't know what slum doge indicator is telling me as well, but on the one hour, on daily, painting $280,000 per Bitcoin. One what? But, um, Say that again. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen it do this on a daily on on the um, daily on Slumdoge. It's painting a top fib here, two eight six or two six one eight, like one hundred and eighty thousand bucks. Oh yeah, you look at that. Fifty k has been our bottom for mm-hmm. so long on that, and it still it hasn't is, oh, made I new fib. It's kind of crazy. Because, like, this zone, man, I was, like, trying to get be distracted myself. Today, and I was like, point hasn't been, you know, it got, it got to this point a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a strong confidence zone. Like, look left. Well, all this 40 chop area. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is the make back above or break scenario like we're right on that middle line or we at least we're right below it you know we see what we saw the last time it happened we pumped back we made that higher high we can do that again or we can be retesting the bottom of the, the channel again <clears throat> I mean, this is a retest and a rejection, but we did the same thing here too, where we retested, we rejected, and then we pumped for two and a half weeks straight. And that pump, the alts went batshit. Oh, September, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, October. It was like end of September is when it stopped dumping. Like the last day of September, it turned around. The first day of October, it pushed. Just like you were saying about fear and greed as well, like the on-chain is showing like retail has never been kind of like, not never been, but in recent history, it's it's pretty much a local low. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, looking at a glass being half full, that's, I still think the on-chain looks great. Like, yeah, other than the interest. Even a year ago, man, like you you look at Boomer Finance and TradFi News now, and they're like, 
articulating the you know the sub markets within crypto within the l1s and you're like a year ago is like these guys are gonna get wrecked it's you know yeah the open interest dropping today could have been shorts closing like big money shorts closing knowing that this is where you know they don't think they're going to break 40. Like, why else would it drop like that? Unless it was longs closing. And that pushed through. It didn't bounce hard, but it didn't, like, you know, it could. We're half an hour after close now. Asia should show up and sell off, right? <laughs> and we'll but see. China, is this a deal or deal or no deal? <laughs> there was something in the where, like, I think Huobi divested from some investor on mainline China, and now they can offer like 500x again. Really? Yeah, there was like, it was basically back to the good old days. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. Place order liquidated. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Price moves 10 bucks. Liquidated. <laughs> Holy moly. I can see that being very dangerous. <laughs> I don't even know if that sounds like fun or not. <laughs> it sounds... I would need a drink during it. I was reading something about like World War II, the Canadians. Oh, it's Canadian story. That's why I remember it. Uh, they developed a new artillery technique. So instead of like trying to pound the areas of the grid they were targeting that uh, they thought the dudes were in, they would just make a grid and like pound it evenly. And they found out that the maths meant on average they did better. They'd be, you know, trying to focus. I mean, yeah, that's pretty smart. You could do it 500x with some sort of bot that just like constantly fucking found right enough conditions and spat like 10 buck 500x longs. <laughs> you know, just keep feeding them in like a quarter into a, like a, a gambling machine. Or I mean, you could. Technically, you could go on the grid, but you know, you can't use 500x on it, unfortunately. But it's already the text there. If you could remanufacture it for leverage. I can imagine you're right. You know, regrid itself as it goes. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> Interesting. Articulation of all thought. How can I lose money as fast as possible? <laughs> 500x. I've got it. Oh man, it's looking so nice, so good. Just, just a final slap in the mouth. Probably, oh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Oh, it feels like I'll it like the spike happened within like an hour, two hour window, you know. 
do you know what it looks like in a lot of the alts that were just like diverged fuck was a swing failure and it's just kind of beautiful in a way buy here dumps another 15 percent get scared sells pumps whoa jack essentially i'll tell you what man i had these orders on btc for forty thousand four hundred and forty and forty thousand nine hundred. I did not. I really didn't think those laddered orders were going to hit. You know, maybe like last week before we had pumped up. Maybe that's when I said them. Yeah. But like now, I really didn't think those were going to hit. They've hit. They're in profit. Everything else is not. LTC, BTC is back where it started. Ah, the DXY has been interesting the last couple of days. So oh, I yeah? Got faked, I got faked out this morning. So, like, I posted that push means I saw the DXY. Like, okay, you're done. Turn you around. And no, I can invalidate it. On a 12 hour. Take a little quick look. <laughs> I haven't been much of the Dixie in forever. I'm finding good correlation with it at the moment, just instead of checking all the markets, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to like macro equity flow, dollar or equity. What's happening? Yeah, but I mean, this also feels like a stretch. Yeah, but like, as exactly. Bitcoin's stretching down, we're stretching up on the dollar. Yeah. Like, what it does you on a 12 hour in the end. Why I came back and it was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's just, it seems like a stretch, right? Like, you that fucking fact shit it's already diverged. Yeah, mm. right, let's go out a little bit more and look at our weekly. And look, then it's like, look at this thing. We, yeah. We're working on TCing down. But there's no weekly shorter term divergence here. There's divergence here, very clearly, which is helping push down. But I would have liked to have seen it in that like shorter macro as well as the longer macro, because this goes back to like 2020. <clears throat> you're gonna see that like it's interesting it's a lot of cash i guess uh-huh with inflation though that means that shit's it and then the dollar is gonna be looking to move somewhere else die dollar die <laughs> yeah, i know right i don't know I'm nothing. <laughs> yeah, like short term macro looks like it wants to continue coming down. So I really I do feel like that daily is stretching. Um, it's already given us the you know what we've talked about in the past where it's it's pulled back already. 
from the push-up that I was doing. Oh, uh, what are we looking at? Oh, fuck me. I don't know. I just don't, this just doesn't look like there's enough momentum and enough volume to keep going. Like we could, yeah, we could, you know, get one more push over the next couple days, but I don't think we're going to, we're still TC'd down on the two day. The daily is TC'd up. 12 hours up. Eight hours is potentially reconfirming back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I can see it continuing in the shorter term, like over the next couple of days. Does the Dixie trade over the weekend or is it only a Monday to Friday thing as well? It's only Monday to Friday, right? So I believe so. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, continuing to push today, tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe next week we start to continue play, you know, pulling back from that weekly. We don't have our sell signal on the daily now, so it looks like if we're over 41,000 or so, mm -hmm. it goes away. Yeah, really. Well, that's really close to where we closed, which is good. Let me see. It's just it's so funny that these, you know, the SLA is still in a bullish structure on the weekly and the monthly. Even though everything else is PC down, bunny floors dying. Slumlord. Indicator says no no no. No no no. Everything's good in the head. Something I'm wondering if we're doing right now, if you look at the daily and you go to, I think it's July 20th, it was the, like the last final push down day before we pumped. Uh, so July 20th. If you look at that candle, you see it was like one last final divergence on the daily there, right? You know, that one last little big red candle before we were off, right? Yeah. It's like, is is this that, you know, like we're barely off the zero line on the wolf pack right now, you know, like, so, okay. Is, is that what this candle is going to be? Yeah, absolutely. It could be, it could be our third push down third and final crack down here. I just, kind of yeah. reminds me actually. Actually, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but like this kind of reminds me of when when we came up to sixty nine k, right? Um, the uh, the push up there. So we had our initial like pump up, you know, and then we sat in the sixties for a bit, and then we pumped up to sixty nine k, and then we dropped. Okay, so we had that like one last little positive divergence. If you look, well, bearish divergence, right? That one last little candle that pumped up above it. If you invert the chart, we're doing the same thing. It's like one last little push up, right? So I wonder. 
in this case is a push down obviously but like if you, if you invert the chart it looks pretty much exactly the same kind of mm-hmm. crazy interesting very interesting if that's like a just a fractals thing coming into play or it definitely could be <laughs> commander whitlow seven more days until your one year crypto anniversary <laughs> and my birthday damn double day man that's awesome congratulations happy early birthday That's cool, man. I'm just reading through some of these comments right now that you guys are posting. Uh, Jay Kona saying that the two day looks the same on the wolf pack as it did in July as well. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. And that's that's what I was pointing out. Yeah. How we had that like last push down and then the wolf pack was one last divergence on the daily. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. very much like, yeah. You even have this pre thing and some fuckery and then back down some pre fuckery down, down, down. This absolutely could just be uh, the last kind of final tick us around. As long as we maintain the divs, we're still good. And that's that's the, the big point I'm trying to make. Like, As long as we don't invalidate them. If we do, we're in big poo-poo. Big poo-poo. And if we don't, then things aren't as bad as they seem. Which is kind of where I'm leaning towards. It's just like we haven't seen a relief rally yet. I mean, we we kind of saw a little little something here, a little some something, something, but it just wasn't it, the size of the shoulder and the head. In comparison, we're about the same size. This whatever the fuck this is is not a shoulder that we've had over the last month. It's not a shoulder. It's just poop. Lots and lots of poop. <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just fuckery. Kiboshery. That push up there that we had, a, what, a month ago to 52K, right? In the middle of this, that, that last TC up we had is yep. kind of like in the middle of the summer there, that one little push up we had. You know, it's funny how similar this fractal actually looks to the summer fractal. Yeah. Totally. It just, I don't know, I don't feel like shit in my pants like going to Bitcoin chair for some reason. I don't either. I feel very like it just, you know, I know that the underlying stuff is good still. But what was the one thing that we said, you know, that was the like the ultimate decider is the rest of the markets. So. If that all goes to shit, it doesn't matter how good Bitcoin seems and wants to be, you know. It's the only downside here is that we have the rest of the fucking economics to deal with. 
I give that a couple of weeks. I think we'll see World War Three in Eastern oh. Europe. I think. Yeah. I I just think things are just going to be a little bit easier for regular people. It'll be a better vibe. Less complaint about. Coming into spring, summer, you know. Yeah. Thinking if the uh, market stock market comes down to like the S and P five hundred, if that comes down to like the forty three fifty range, if it does come down to that next low, mm-hmm. then Bitcoin would probably follow to thirty seven thirty eight. If it doesn't do that and it comes back up, then this will probably be our low. That that is kind of my prediction. And that's super bullish, man, in a way, because what are we even after this low? Probably less than ten percent off. Yeah, you know, actually, I think you're bang on there, dude, because over the last four days in S&P, we've moved about 200 points, right, from 46.60 to 44.60, and we've moved on Bitcoin from 43 to 40. There's a $3,000 price movement here and a 200-point movement on the S&P. So if we were to move another 200 points... Did you say we could wick down we we could wick down to like forty two seventy five or so, but yeah. if we close above like forty three ten, yeah, because that's our last daily low. Oh, yeah, then yeah. then yeah, I think yeah, I think that that kind of correlates. It's like a hundred and sixty. We could do a two hundred point drop and then close above though. You know, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, interesting. Interesting point out. We'd also have a really nice fat daily divergence on the RSI if we could stay above that 4280, 60 area. Hmm. Total three back below eight hundred billion. Not what we wanted to see. Down to our shorter time frames here. We can see that the hourly from total three is just like divergence stacked out the butthole. Yeah, I was actually rose caught my eye because it just looks like total three. Verged too far. I mean, it's trying to potentially start to invalidate those, though. We're back on support here. Yeah, it's, it's again, doing a very similar thing to what we saw back here, as Jay pointed out. Well, this is January. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah, different fractal. Very similar to what we were doing back here. Just not similar based on both pack it was until we did this last push down here but the funny thing is is that this wasn't you know the the liberator wasn't in line when the wolf pack was in line back here and now we see that the so you know the liberator's in line but the wolf pack's not some odd coincidence here 
Ooh, some interesting uh, find here is the weekly Bitcoin slum a auto fibs. Mm-hmm. Is the point six the point six one eight is at thirty eight two hundred, uh-huh. and the top is still at a hundred k. Isn't that just great? <laughs> hmm. Never been so turned on. I know the weekly, like I said, the market structure on SLA weekly and monthly still look great. They're still fine. They haven't flipped. If we need that money flow to change. Do you have the Bitcoin law growth curves hidden there? Were you checking that out? And what are your thoughts on it? Oh, I mean, I look at it all the time just to check on how things are. Um, Let me put it on the BLX chart. Hold on. I mean, like, <laughs> it's it's funny that it lines up with 30K and the market structure of Slum Doge. I really don't think we can go below 30. Unless this were to get some sort of, you know, crazy crash event like we saw back here in March. I think that's the only thing that's going to take us out of the logarithmic growth curves. So, <clears throat> I mean, it's just it's just funny. That support comes in in the exact spot. We're really fucking within $1,000 of the structure. Oh, this weekly? I mean, okay, this is BLX. This was turning up before things occurred this week. Yeah, we we just need that money flow. We need that fucking volume. We need these guys to start. <laughs> uh. We'll see. Has anyone heard anything else about uh, spot ETF? Any new information? Quick Google. See if we have any news. This is January 6th. Six hours ago, the SEC rejected another application for spot ETF. Skybridge. ETF plan. Year delays decision that was two weeks ago. So really, the only thing we've seen is another rejection. That really is too bad. So the article reads: The commission rejected the rule change allowing listings and trading shares of the first trust Skybridge Bitcoin ETF trust citing similar reasons for disproving BTC spot ETFs from Vanek in November and Wisdom Tree in December. Um, they officially dip- disapproved the application for them. Spot BTC exchange traded fund after several 
deferments. In a Thursday filing, the SAC rejected a proposed rule change from the New York Stock Exchange, blah, blah, blah. Prevent fraudulent and manipulative acts and practices not protect investors. Um, they were twice designated a longer period to approve or disapprove the change. <clears throat> and still haven't figured their shit out. Fucking assholes. It's too volatile. What are we going to do to make it safe? We need to protect them from them trying to make money. <laughs> Uh huh. A load of crap, man. Tell me it's so volatile, and then you look at some of these, some of these stocks that are already out. Telling me it's any different? It's not. It's not you bastards. Oh, all right, guys. Well. Sorry, Pio, go ahead. Just, just underline that point, just a chart I saw today. So Peloton made the 12-month round trip back to where it fucking started at ICO, IPO. What did? Peloton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that bullshit. Literally, the chart is just like Mandeveris, and it makes it right back to where it started today. I think it's roughly yeah, a year since it IPO'd. Wow. Like, there's so much fucking dog shit, man, and fucking SP in NASDAQ as well. It would be such a huge move for us if they did approve it this month or next month. Mm -hmm. But they have until March, so. Um, I don't know when the. Extended again. Uh, Costa Rica, but what's that other country? Cuba? Uh, with Bitcoin. El Salvador. El Salvador. Yeah. I think they're gearing up for a Bitcoin bond. And that oh, is, yeah. that's really one to watch. Like, you got to expect it not to, you know, do well just because if it is oversubscribed, you'll probably see another couple of countries do what El Salvador did pretty quickly. Mm. Is that something, though, that like the Americans could come in and and fuck uh, up. No. They're trying to, like the World Bank and IMF are trying to fuck them. And the dude's taking a big bet. Like, and if it if it plays off, it's a it's a, it's a big bet, you know. But it, it's kind of like Bitcoin. Like, it's always fighting everyone, but it always survives. You know. <laughs> um... Guys, uh, any final? Questions from you guys in the audience today? Anything at all? Just put it in the sessions chat. When Lambo? When Lambo. Oh. Ooh. Too many years away. <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> Kramer, yeah. That's funny, dude. Whenever I hear the name Kramer, I have to think of the dude from Seinfeld. Who the fuck names their kid Kramer? Since I don't hey, like their kid. Come here, Kramer, come here. <laughs> All right, doesn't look like we have any more questions. So thank you guys again for showing up today. Appreciate it. Um, be sure to watch these time frames over tonight. And be safe. Thank four you. Hour, yeah, yeah. Just keep in mind if that four-hour reconfirms down, you know, and you're already in a short, that's a re-entry opportunity especially if you've taken profits already on that short. Um, if you're in starting positions long, you might want to think about closing those. So be safe. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Take care, guys.